0: welcome to the how to find your purpose course from plato university if you're wandering around aimlessly in life trying to figure out what it all means then this course is for you combining psychology and ancient wisdom with modern science and systems thinking you'll learn to develop passions into purpose find out who you really are how to make an impact in this world and finally feel a sense of fulfillment in your life if you're ready to live a purposeful life and want to learn the skills to do so, join us at playdo.university for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Yesterday, we talked about setting goals for yourself in order to reach your purpose, the stepping stones along your journey to actually fulfilling that purpose. Today, we're gonna to talk about choosing strategies, and strategies are plans of action that you can use to achieve your goals. So in the last lesson, I talked about my purpose of helping others find purpose, solving global challenges, and challenging the education system. One of the strategies that I've chosen to do is launch a new university. So I've chosen the strategy of starting a business and anchoring it in the higher education market. However, I could have chosen a dozen other strategies that I thought may have been able to actually fulfill my purpose. Maybe that's becoming a teacher and going and working in the current system. Maybe that's going and doing educational research in neuroscience and cognitive psychology in order to create new insights about how we learn and change the education system that way. I could have went and worked in government and policy and looking at the different policies that I could change for the education system. There's lots of different strategies I could have chosen, but I chose this one because it's the best fit with my unique strengths, weaknesses, personalities, and the way that I want to affect and change the world. See, strategies are a way to fulfill your purpose, but they're interchangeable. You switch them out based on who you are and the circumstances that you're coming across in the world as you begin down your journey of fulfilling your purpose. And if you've done the work in the last two sections of discovering yourself and discovering the world beyond yourself, you can choose opportunities with assurance because you can be confident about the fit between your motives and a given opportunity. But because we can't approach anything with 100% certainty, Selecting a strategy from the very beginning can be a little bit of an uncertain proposition. See, whenever you're making a choice upon the things you know about yourself, you're declaring this is who I am. But whenever you choose a new strategy, you are making a more provisional claim. This is what I'm going to try next. And this is very different from the ways that things have been traditionally done with a one-size-fits-all strategy that's often given to us in the traditional education system. Here you're supposed to stay on one track, just keep on grinding, and never give up. Because it's the one way to do anything. In this standardized mindset, choosing strategies is a matter of staying the course. But what we're talking about here today is choosing strategies as a matter of trial and error. See, the idea of jumping from strategy to strategy instead of staying the course might strike some as sloppy and undisciplined. But this is exactly what scientists have done from the beginning of their practices in science. All of science, from metabolic biochemistry to physics to rocket science, is a grand, never-ending game of trial and error. See, scientists propose a hypothesis, put it to the test, and when it fails to prove out, as it usually does, they come up with a new hypothesis to test. That's because scientific truths, like personal strengths, are inaccessible, contextual, and dynamic. If a hypothesis does hold up, scientists never stop proposing new ones that might work even better than the last one they came up with. this is the reason we go through so many different theories in science. We're going through this process of trial and error. And this will be the first time you should expect outright failure when trying these different strategies. In fact, you should welcome it. Failure is an essential component, perhaps the defining component of the process of developing excellence. Failure is the only way you actually unearth your capabilities, your strengths, your weaknesses. And every attempted strategy is a personal experiment. You begin asking yourself, does this approach suit me? Is it at helping me make progress? If so, what might that say about my strengths? And if not, what does that failure suggest about what I might try next? This is a highly iterative and dynamic process of discovery and refinement. And even if you find a strategy that's working really well for you right now, that's rarely the end point for you. The strategy will help you get better, which means it will change your capabilities, which might in turn suggest new strategies to try, that make better use of your altered strengths, which can further change the dynamic and going on and on ad venium. But being able to have this choice of strategy, especially in today's world, is going to require that you have autonomy, which is the freedom to choose when and where you spend your time and resources, what you're working towards. Everything is left up to your choice without somebody else imposing you what you should be doing. Basically, how we spend our resources, including time and money, in pursuit of a goal of our choosing. And in the pursuit of your purpose, there's going to be a few major things that you're going to need autonomy in eventually along the way. And those things are money, creative control, and the company you keep around you. At some point along your path, money is going to come up, even if it's simply to buy the different things you need to engage with your interests and turning them into passions and eventually into purpose. And sure, you could try and go the route of trying to separate your money from your purpose and not make money from the thing that you're trying to do. However, just like starving artists, when you can't figure out how to pay the bills, we all lose because you never make it to your purpose. Without money and resources tied to that, you can't continue down this path. So if you don't want a job that involves your purpose, at least find one that supports it. Whether you decide to just get by financially so you can spend time working on your purpose as much as possible, or reduce your time commitment to your purpose to keep it stress fee and keep your steady paychecks rolling in, You're moving towards your purpose, and that's what matters. The second thing that you're going to need is creative control. And this is what we've been talking about here, being able to choose the different strategies and make decisions about how to move forward and progress with your purpose. No matter what you're doing, eventually you're going to have to stand up for your work and your vision. And this can be hard to do whenever you work with other people. Advocating for your vision can also mean setting healthy boundaries from negotiating with your spouse or partner for time to work on this purpose to drawing a line in the sand with when a client pushes you in a direction you want, you're you not willing to go. The questions you want to answer now are what matters to you about your work, how much does it matter, and why. And The last thing I'll touch on on autonomy is choosing the people that you keep around you. When you begin to work towards your purpose, you'll notice that the people you love the most will react in all sorts of unexpected ways. Your friends and family may be the first ones to tell you that you shouldn't walk this path that you need to be safe by going back to operating in old ways that are easily understandable and pursuing goals that make sense to them. In this case, just have some empathy. Acknowledge that it's scary to watch someone you care about change in significant ways. It's even worse to watch the person you love go where you've always been afraid to go yourself. And it's understandable that other people want you to be safe, but that doesn't mean you should let them deter you from pursuing your dream. You can love your family, you can trust your friends, and you can listen to their encouragement. You can hear their concerns. But in the end, you must decide what works for you. You'll know when you're tapping autonomy correctly because you'll be doing what you're doing because of interests and enjoyment and because it aligns with your core beliefs and values. This is why we started our exploration with curiosity, passion, and purpose. This trio established interest and enjoyment via that curiosity and passion, and then cements core beliefs and values via the purpose. These elements are going to help you maximize your own autonomy, because now you're aware of them and can fight and stand up for them. Now, why is choosing strategies so important? We already spoke about failure is inevitable, that you should embrace it and learn to switch between strategies. So you need the ability to actually choose between those different strategies when you come across failure. But what happens during this failure is you're going to be revealed the weaknesses in both your abilities and your thinking and the plan that you made towards reaching your purpose. And this gives us data points about what we can change in order to get better. And in order to develop your potential to the fullest, to actually reach your purpose, you need to get better at the things you care about most. Getting better consists of climbing toward a personal peak of excellence. And the things you care about most consists of choosing which mountain to climb. Only by prioritizing your own fulfillment can you advance towards your peak of excellence. And only by advancing towards that peak of excellence can you experience fulfillment. And this means that fulfillment and excellence come under your conscious control you are no longer a puppet of fate but the master of your destiny when you focus on getting better at the things you care about most you're not wandering you're climbing your own personal mountainside guided by the glowing beacon of your authentic self so the winding path is anything but aimless but this idea of choosing strategies shows that it will never be a straight linear path but now that we understand strategies How are we going to decide between different strategies and choose the best ones for getting us closer to our goals? And for this, I'm going to present to you a decision framework created by the organization 80,000 Hours that helps people find a fulfilling career that does good. In this framework, they look at short-term impact, long-term impact, personal satisfaction, and a personal fit. So let's go ahead and break each one of these down. When you're weighing between different strategies that you might use to reach your goals, You can first think about the short-term impact, which has two components. The role impact, which is the extent to which the role gives you opportunities to have a large social impact, and two, a personal fit, the extent to which you will be able to take advantage of these opportunities. The second thing to consider is the long-term impact, which also breaks down into two factors. The first is career capital. To what extent does the role give you opportunities to put yourself in a better position to make an impact in the future? And then again here considering personal fit, the extent to which you will be able to take advantage of these opportunities. The third factor to consider within this framework is your own personal satisfaction or supportive conditions that help you pursue your purpose. These include having engaging work that absorbs your attention, working with people you like, the opportunity meeting your basic needs with regards to things like salary, working hours, work-life balance, and so forth, and fitting in with the rest of your life. So if we put all of these elements into one decision framework, into an equation that you could actually get a real number for, it would be career capital, skills, connections, credentials, and runway, plus the impact that you'll make working on a pressing problem with the right approach, plus the supportive conditions that we just listed before, and multiplying all of that by your personal fit. Now here's a few different things to think about when you're weighing these different factors. If you're young and still early in your career, then it might be more important to place greater emphasis on career capital and learning different skills than on how much impact you'd actually make in that role. Because you're very likely to be able to find a lot of opportunities to invest in yourself now, which will pay off later on when you're working more towards implementing strategies. If you're late in your career, then you're going to place less importance on that career capital and gaining skills and more on making an impact now. The more uncertain that you are about the long run and your specific strategy, the more you should prioritize the flexible career capital and gaining those skills and knowledge and connections because flexible career capital is something that can be used in many different roles and strategies. And lastly, don't forget that personal fit is potentially the most important factor because then it can improve all the other factors. And this is why we spent so much time in the course discovering yourself and discovering the things that you care about so that you deeply understand that personal fit for yourself. Now, I'll have a list of questions on the Plato University platform, and if you haven't already joined, it's free to sign up. You can follow the link inside the show notes, but I'll include a list of questions that will go through each one of these factors so that you can really drill down and begin to work this decision framework for yourself to choose between different strategies. So for the activity today, I want you to spend some time looking at possible strategies that you could use to fulfill your goals and eventually fulfill your purpose. Use the framework that I showed you today, or find another to help you decide between the different strategies that you could use to reach your goals. Thank you for taking the How to Find Your Purpose course. To get everything you need to develop your purpose, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash purpose and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash purpose.